everyone it's uh the very end of the year uh which is just it's flown by we've we've commented on that quite a few times on the uh on the podcast and what uh, is know, time there we go that's the catchphrase <laughs> for the year uh, season two's catchphrase and i don't see it changing for season three um but yes hi everyone ollie here and uh katie you're here as well thankfully yes i am well you've gone back to scotland but you'll be back yes. in london soon yes on the 7th See you, exactly. see you guys then. <laughs> Exciting times. Um, but yeah, no, we've got um, a fun little end of year wrap, as it were. We've got uh, an interview with one of our members. Uh, and then we also have uh, Wemmick Loves in terms of highlights of the the term that's just occurred. Uh, lovely entrance from a lot of you there. So we appreciate you taking the time during the very busy festive period. So let's get down to business, to quote Mulan, um and uh not defeat the hun but let's uh let's meet the team we have new team <laughs> members and uh, i'm gonna stick with that so let's get to the meet the team segment because we have two new angels who we spoke to a few weeks ago and we're excited to uh hear a little bit more from them we have new angels so that means meet the team it's back it's very exciting um guys would you like to say hi hello hi oh yeah i'm waving at the screen but obviously you're not of gonna course you are yeah no Perfect. nobody will see it but we know you are <laughs> and now that you've told us we know that everybody knows that you are Hold on. <laughs> this is why we're new we're, we're still learning <laughs> so we have lucy and chintu with us today welcome guys thank you for being uh the volunteers victims yeah tributes did, did we, did we volunteers. have a choice i don't know no, no. no. exactly exactly <laughs> um, that's the one i'm trying yeah. to remember how to do the uh tributes from yeah hunger games hunger games the, the three finger salute thing in them yes and, yes. and the do 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 exactly yes. We're basically perfect for an audio podcast, so I'm glad we spent time on that. <laughs> so we have okay. two new angels, basically, yep. and uh, it's at the end of term, so we thought it'd be a good time to have them come on the podcast and go through the uh, the general trial that is Meet the Team. So thank you both for coming. Um, I think we should probably get started. Brilliant. Uh, fastest buzzer wins. Who are you? Where are you from? And what do you do when you're not acquiring? No, ladies, ladies first, go on. Okay. Um, so I'm Lucy. I'm originally from Newcastle. Uh, I now live in northwest London, hence I get to join in with a wonderful choir. Um, and when I'm not doing choir, I work as an analyst uh, outside of choir. And I also am a bit of a jigsaw lover. If you haven't already guessed from my Instagram, I spend a lot of time doing jigsaws when I'm not working or choiring. Perfect. I, uh, I think... Lucy and I've discovered that we're both basically analysts in a similar field of work. So occasionally we have sort of like actual conversations without choir being involved with music. <sighs> what? Despairing about, I know, yeah, just sort of despairing about certain processes. But yeah, it's very nice to have another analyst on, on the team. So yeah. Excellent. Chintu, you're up. 
Thank you. Uh, I'm Chintu, as Lolly has just mentioned. Um, I am, I live in uh, Putney currently. Uh, I originally am from North London, so I, li- I grew up in a place called Edmonton. Um, don't know if you know it, Katie. Um, it's also in Canada, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. Alberta, yes. <laughs> but not the not the one in Canada, the one in North London next to Tottenham, um, which uh, means that I'm also a Spurs fan. So. Um, Anyone we let him on the team. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly. But we need a little bit of, you know, a little bit of diversity. Uh, blue and yeah, Football blue and choice. exactly diversity. Balance out the Arsenal fans there and um and the Chelsea um, fans. Because we must have loads of Chelsea fans. I'm too. sure we do have Chelsea fans. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, yeah. Um so yeah, we, I keep that a little bit quiet, but obviously, um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people know that I do like football and I am a season ticket holder, so I do I, outside of choir generally, I've got either on my Instagram choir stuff or football stuff um or DIY stuff um and um I uh what's the other question what do I do for a for a job a living um, a living um and currently I'm an angel for um uh West End Musical Choir um, which pays paid? pays really well um, no. I mean right. what <laughs> hang on just technical difficulties hang on a moment <laughs> um, but uh, in in the daytime um I'm a dispensing optician what yep. is a dispensing well, I'm, I'm actually very glad you asked because because a lot of people I think um when they hear the this word optician, planned. this is all off the no no uh, exactly yeah. this is yeah. this is actually very ad lib um uh, I think people when they hear the word optician they assume optician is eye testing um and eye examination and, and that's it so the 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 job roles of the industry is split a little bit so there's there's different types of um professions within our profession and the people who do the eye examinations are optometrists and then opticians or dispensing opticians, uh, we are in charge of everything else. So we specialize in frames, lenses, um, uh, giving advice to people, problem solving. We, we've done uh, degrees and professional qualifications in lens optics and, you know, understanding where things go wrong with why people can't see out of their glasses. Um, so I think a lot of people assume that because you're on the shop floor, you're a salesperson, but you're not always. There are. Uh, there are salespeople, um, but then there are also qualified opticians who know what they're doing, have been trained, and obviously with experience, you know, you can hopefully help um, people without having to say, "Oh, I don't know, what, oh, something's wrong." Just give your money back and then go somewhere else. You know, it's um, it's kind of a it's a profession that I think is very underrated. So I'm I'm very glad that you asked that question, and uh, we can do a, I mean, we can do a whole podcast on uh, on trying to educate people on the optical industry and I'm very happy to, to Amazing. do that. <laughs> but that, that's I think that's for when you get to what season three and then yeah, you need like so. padding out episodes uh, just to get to the to the end but uh, for now I think we'll leave it at that. When did you first join Wemek and how long have you been part of the team? So I joined a bit of a weird time it was when we were virtual so I had to look it up to double check but it was February 2021 that I joined the choir uh fully immersed myself into the virtual experience uh and the but the first in-person one I attended was obviously at West Hampstead uh, which will always hold a place in my heart now that we're not there at the moment um and the first song I did was it's time to dance from the prom and I learned all the music and lyrics thinking you had to come knowing it but I was quite glad because we were in week two of, of the song so I already at least knew how the start happened and then uh, I've been an angel since September this year clear angel awesome. traits learning all the material before rehearsal so uh-huh. very good yeah, i remember you from virtual definitely and then west Hampstead yeah. was just such a great venue um 
good location, but I just love the juxtaposition of that venue of a cafe, a church, a, a bar play, pit. A sort of soft play area. Actually, I was going to say the children's a area. Office, a post office, you know, and then just madness everywhere. So, yeah, definitely West Hampstead. So where do you angel as well, Lucy? Um, so I angel at King's Cross and Oxford Circus now. I mean, I didn't need to ask that. I know that I angel with you, but just for our, our avid listeners. So now we have a, a story of East versus West here. So Chintu, um, where do you angel? Well, I um, I angel at Fulham and Wimbledon. Uh, Fulham, basically, I joined. That was the venue I joined at when I started in January 2019. Um, so that was my first um first session was actually a taster event so it was like a, a specific taster week before the choir started i think they they used to do that um to, to try and get as many tasters in and and we learned a specific song and it was uh, do you hear, hear the people sing um we did that as a taster and then um i kind of loved it and i thought okay well this is this is great i mean i'd never you'll probably understand a little bit afterwards. I don't really have much musical theater knowledge or history. So for me, that was like, okay, great. You know, we're learning something different and something new. And I, I enjoyed the vibe generally. Um, and then, so I decided to join up uh, there and then signed up, gave them my card details and, uh, and <laughs> off we went. And then the next week was the first week of term and it was um a slight difference um in in music which was nine to five by dolly parton um the musical which um still i i i i i I don't know i just don't really um feel like space chin to it yeah you may want to cut this out but it was (laughs) it wasn't the best my favorite one um i have to say i never really (laughs) thought that that's what i would be singing in a in a choir um but it was it just showed the the diversity of of the you know of the repertoire and i think that kind of made me want to stay because i thought every week's going to be or every couple of weeks is going to be something different um and then Recently, well, it was at the same time as Lucy, obviously, um, at the start of this term, I, uh, I got offered uh, the chance to become uh, an angel, which was kind of out of the blue, but it was a nice, pleasant surprise. I think, you know, you kind of, you never really, I never really thought about whether I'd wanted to be an angel until I was asked, do you want to be an angel? And then I was like, hmm let me find out a little bit more. And, um, you know, I kind of, I did ask a few people and I thought yeah it'll be a nice thing to do i think it's a it's a good role to to kind of kind of have and, and being more involved in in something you enjoy enjoy doing and i think charlie also wanted to make sure that there was that you know there was maybe a bit too much of this bromance going on between <laughs> matt, matt and ollie and she just needed you know how, how in like love island and stuff you get that that person that comes in just to disrupt <laughs> the bombshell yeah the disruptor <laughs> relationship and that's basically yeah. why she offered me the position um, it's totally worked. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, what was I saying? Um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's definitely good to have um, have you as a uh, fellow sort of baritone. Well, got two baritones. We've got yeah, a few altos, a few sopranos. But I'm still the only tenor, so we need to keep an eye oh, out for yeah. We need potential other tenors, don't we? Mm-hmm, we do. Of course, we do have Aaron uh, up in Manchester as a, as a tenor, but um, just in terms of the London dynamic, uh, I'm still outnumbered. So. Aaron, if you want to come down and help, that'd be great. But otherwise, maybe we get another tenor at some point. 
It's a lovely picture of us from the dress rehearsal uh, pub after St. Uh, Paul's. There, there is. Yeah, there a lot of love, love on Telegram. So, yeah, I think, yeah, Matt, it it's all good. Don't worry, honey, it's fine. It's all right. Uh, um, we, we, I think uh, Sophia... I decided it was a three-way already, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's a three, yeah. Um, I think Sophia, who took that picture, she, she'd already taken a picture of me and Matt at the first dress. I think that was my first um, uh, angel... Um, session i think of the, of the term when we went to the pub and uh and matt was also there and she was like oh I'll take a picture and then uh we were trying to make ollie jealous and uh, then so therefore we did the same yesterday to, to make you know, matt jealous make, yeah make matt jealous and then you know you can all be healthy. friends it's fine watch watch this space see how this develops <laughs> we're, we're all going to disney together next year right so yes Oh, yes, good grief. I believe. Do we get to sh- all share a room together, or is it? Is it be you have to pick. See if you have to pick one of us or family <laughs> rooms. Yeah, <laughs> we should. We should get you guys to write down which of the th- who you want to room with and just see the fallout. Are you turning Disney into Casa Amor or whatever? It's called? <laughs> <laughs> I can hear Ian Sterling already. It's like, yeah, I can't. I can't remember if I can do Ian Sterling's voice, but yeah, I can definitely hear uh, frames of him commenting on that so excellent well that's all wonderfully um detailed information about why you're <laughs> on the team um but yeah there we are uh what has been your favorite performance or experience with Wemek to date so all of them hold a deep place in my heart I have to say that any chance you get to perform it's an amazing feeling but for me it has to be last year when we did St Paul's and specifically when we sang Feed the Birds I mean it can't get more iconic than singing Feed the Birds on the steps of St Paul's and it was a lovely event for me because I finally had family members and friends that were able to attend and kind of see the first lot of singing it wasn't just me sharing the occasional video with them um and it just yeah it just holds a very special place in my heart yeah, same for me in 2019 when we did Feed the Birds, Steps to St. Paul's. Definitely had tears in my eyes. I'm surprised <laughs> you actually said St. Paul's, Lizzie, because you've got, you're sort of like, we, we know that you don't like being cold. No. <laughs> so the fact that you've actually, it must have been truly special because uh, St. Paul's, for anyone who has experienced that, in 2019 or 2021 or you know when this goes out there's a lot of people who are probably going to be coming back from frostbite um this year so yeah i think it's a it's a special gig but we'd love a spring one anyone else yes. spring, St. Paul's? spring would be good <laughs> lovely. i still think i'm warming up from last year's so i'm not ready for how cold this year is going to be but <laughs> but the new beanie <laughs> the new beanie is going to yeah. be a favorite thing of mine yeah, I think everyone's going to really benefit from that. So, excellent. Mm. Well, that's a fine. I was really worried about your lack of specificity, as our American cousins might say. Uh, but I'm glad that you've landed on St. Paul's. Chinti, what about you? The obvious one is New Year's Eve, obviously, because I think the whole experience... Baritone boy band. Baritone boy band, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. The, the, <laughs> I think not only the baritone boy band, but the, also the, the whole lead-up and the whole... Um, you know, they're, they're kind of like, oh, we, we're not we're not sure what it is. We're not going to tell you what it is, but there's going to be something special. And, you know, it's just like the whole anticipation of what it could be. And we kind of obviously were kind of new because it was uh, old Lang Syne, right? Um, so there was, you know, it was obviously going to be something around New Year, but we weren't sure what it was going to be or how it was going to be done. Um, and the, uh, I think the, the when we did the recording on the Globe stage, 
that I think that was really like, I think that felt really special because it was just like how many people get to get to stand on the globe stage them, themselves and you know, be, be facing outwards. I think, you know, we, we normally would go and, and watch people on the stage. Um, but to feel like actually that was, that was a special moment to, to be there. Um, but yeah, the boy band thing was obviously that, that was great. The, the fact that the t- you, you, we couldn't tell when we were, we were there for the whole day, what parts of the, the performance would be featured on camera if we were or, or not. Um, but then to come off the stage and like the, the people like just obviously sending pictures to you going, we saw you on TV, we saw you on TV. And it was just a nice lingering picture of the four of us, you know, me next to the tallest man in the world, yeah. um, you know, and, uh, and, you know, the weirdest looking foursome you could see on, on TV, but they, they lingered on this little, little four of us just standing there doing our little note. And it was just, it was really nice because, um, people could, you know, people obviously saw us and, uh, we got a lot of buzz, but I think also getting off the stage and that the whole like buzz of having done it and then coming back downstairs. And then there, there was people on their phones, like watching iPlayer to see, you know, see ourselves back again. Everyone's huddled over a phone to try and see themselves. So I think the whole day was, was amazing. Um, but that, I think a lot of people experienced that in that kind of way. But I think the other one that I, I specifically remember was the, the VNA, the, it was 2019 VNA Christmas um, performances. Oh, yeah. So we did like, we did four four, um, four Sundays um, up in the balcony, um, smaller cast. And I think I, I performed on two of those casts. Um, but I think it was just my first performance uh like a you know a professional performance i suppose everything we'd done so far was like marathons and runs and stuff you know which you could just be like having a good time and and this was like a you know dress dress rehearsal be you know be professional you know perform in a in a different kind of way and that felt very very different because that was the first time i'd ever done anything like that i'd never before i joined the choir i'd never actually done any singing or performing or anything like that so so it was actually felt like a i'm on not on stage but you know i'm i'm there i'm performing the sound also in the vna is is amazing like just those a small number of people can make such a big noise in that area and um and to be able to have people come like Lucy was saying to have people, you know, able to come and watch you and listen to you. Um, I feel like that was probably my, yeah, my, my best memory. I think. What is the biggest thing you've got out of being part of WAMIC? The thing you cherish the most or the thing that's made the most difference to your life? So I think you probably heard this a lot on the podcast, having been an avid listener myself, I feel like this one comes up a lot, but it's just the community that we have is amazing. Um, we connect over musicals, but we also connect over lots of different things. Like there's always someone at choir who has similar interests to you. Um, mm. Ollie and I are in this weird world of sending each other cat TikToks at the moment. And that just brightens up. It brightens up my day to have something, you know, like a funny cat video, especially with the, these little bow ties on at the moment. We're very into these cats with bow ties. Um, yeah, it's quite a remarkable little, uh, little sort of segment of just from ridiculous cat videos, but that's very true. Yeah, and I think another thing is just it's it's a break from the outside world. It's that one or two times a week for us, but one time a week for most people where you do switch off, your phone goes in your bag and you just fully engage with the music and you all kind of sing together and for mental health, I just think it, there's nothing better than having that time where, you know, you're committed to choir, you're going to sing. And it's just a, such a lovely feeling to have that. Definitely. Yeah. I think there's a reason why it keeps coming up from people 
um because it is quite a, a genuine uh thing um just sort of like connecting and the nice thing is you've got that mutual connection of enjoying musicals or musical theater or singing and so on and then you can just discover things about other people and uh lots of very good friendships and choir from what we've seen over the years yep indeed i mean last night found some people who love the backstreet boys yay an incredibly niche group yeah of course <laughs> yeah but i think for me it's it's been more about i suppose i was the reason why i joined the choir was because i it I didn't really have anything else apart from work and family in my life. I think, you know, when you get to a certain age, um, you know, you get to sort of late thirties, um, which I'm not anymore, but you know, at that time, I, I think a lot of your friends and family and stuff, you know, they've kind of moved on with their lives. And, and I, I, you know, I was still wanting to sort of go out and socialize and do something and stuff. And then when you don't have people readily available to be able to just go out with you kind of end up getting into a cycle of just being at work and then coming home and being at work and coming home um apart from the odd occasion where you can maybe go out and i think i wanted to break that with with something and something that didn't make me feel i think the more you more you're in that cycle i think you kind of start to become a bit more anxious and a bit more um, lacking self-confidence and and just uh, I suppose in a certain spiral of uh, of depression if you if you call it in that way because you, it forces you to um it stops you from going out to to meet people because you're just like oh you know it's an effort and it's like I'm gonna have to talk to new people and you know I'm gonna have to you know, everyone's gonna be like what do you do and where'd you come from and and sometimes you don't want to talk about all that stuff you just want to go out and meet people and just have a good time um and I think it was it was more that this singing part was was just a, like a vehicle to to getting into that for me initially but actually it's become like a very enjoyable part you know i i love the singing as well now and i've kind of become more confident in in singing as a as a as a person um having not done that before ever really um but i think the more i've kind of been part of this choir in the community i think it's just in increased my confidence to to be able to go out and and just talk to people and meet people without worrying about what they're thinking of me and, and stuff you know which i think at that at certain point you do you do start to get into that into that habit so i think yeah it's it's people people talk about mental health and stuff like that and i think it's very it's very good and very important to to have something that you enjoy doing that can lead to the thing that you want to do rather than try and force yourself to do the thing that you want to do in the first place i think that's that's a big sort of um step and i think that's the biggest thing i've i've found from this choir is that i think and obviously i think we missed it a lot when when the pandemic hit and we we couldn't do that in person and i for me it didn't feel the same doing virtual i know a lot of people did virtual but but i kind of felt like that's not the point i didn't want to kind of sit there in front of a screen and, you know talk to people I, I like to mingle and 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 chat and stuff so so that i really missed that and as soon as everything opened up and we were allowed to go back out again it's like yep yeah, I'm, I'm going back to the choir and that's that's my my thing and that's hence why i kind of feel it was a nice thing to become an angel now because then i feel like i can do that more in my life um and it's a bigger part of my life now than than it used to be which was just you know a hobby and now it's like actually this is yeah this is something i really enjoy doing and i've made great friends most of my social life now is with people from the choir so you know it's actually a really nice nice part of my life so that's a very long-winded way of saying yes it's it's about the you know mental health uh, aspect i think yeah, definitely. I, I fully appreciate that. And also, I, I refuse to believe you never used to do singing or performing because whenever I've dealt with you uh, in rehearsals or performances, you're always front and centre and really, really 
I mean, I'm front, front and centre so, yeah. purely purely because of the fact that I'm short and Mate, this I'm a baritone. Fine. It's like, I think I have to be front and centre. I can't be anywhere else. The, the beauty of this is that when, when people have come to see me um, at, at performances, I'm always front and centre. And it and it does mean that people are going, oh my God, like you must be really good because they're putting you at the front. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I am, yeah. But, you um, totally live up to the allegations, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that is why. I am at the front because that is I why am I'm at awesome. the front exactly yeah. these are my backing singers and I am singing <laughs> my song with the help from other people um is yeah, yeah it's true I need but, to yeah. push myself to the front sometime mm. who cares if nobody can see anything because yeah. I'm tall yeah exactly okay. uh, we should rotate a little bit I think I don't mind going <laughs> in the back and hiding it's not a problem I don't I don't, I don't have an issue. Mark, Mark, you know, when he was, um, he was, he was there, he'd always have to stand at the back cause he was, you know, he's very tall, but I feel yes, like he yes. should be allowed to go and Mike, you know, at the front as well, like just keep, just put them and we'll just stand behind. <laughs> <and> it's fine. <laughs> I think alto ones are all, yeah. I think alto ones are all the same height. So we tend yeah. to rotate at flower shows. We just were like one row, yeah. move back next room. And we gave everyone a chance and it was quite nice to have that. Cause for yeah. some reason, all alto seemed to be around the five foot, five to five foot six mark yeah <laughs> it's like a criteria great consistency we you do occasionally it. have a tall alto yeah with but we would let them, we would let them stand if we if we know the song you can let them stand at the front <laughs> so going back to your point Chinti, it's really it's great to hear that in terms of just sort of like socializing because like i think i for me it was to do more regular music and rehearsing but I think at the same time it's just that realization that it was just going to be a great socializing thing and as you say sort of like uh, being a little bit older uh, you've got friends who are sort of moving away or starting mm. families or getting into really quite sort of like heavy jobs where you don't see them as much and suddenly mm. you can turn around one day and go huh uh, okay do I do I know anyone actually like nearby <laughs> as it were and it's just like I've got so many great friends and uh, relationships through through choir. And I think, as you say, it does help with just general confidence in talking to people and introducing mm-hmm. yourself and not getting too stuck up uh, stuck mm-hmm. up about it. So, yeah, I thank you. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. It's all right. Yeah. I think that's the thing. I think with with the confidence thing, I think it. You know, I I, I, I think at certain points in my life, I've always been very confident generally. I think you just get that. Sometimes it just goes. Um, mm-hmm. and it's sometimes difficult to get that back again, because I think when you surround yourself with people, um, the more people you surround yourself with, the more chance you've got of people kind of like, you know, buzzing you up and lifting you up a little bit. But I think when you've limited with the number of people you're around, it's, you know, it's difficult to get that energy from people. And I think that's where I think this is, this works is because like you said, you can go to a performance sometimes and you've never, you've never met this person before, but you've got something already in common with them that you can just go and have a chat with. And they might end up being one of your best friends, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, there's no other way you could have met. Um, so I think actually it's a really nice vehicle to to improve that but but yeah the confidence thing as well then just comes from that then you you're not as anxious to talk to people you don't know because you're like hey how you doing you're right yeah okay you know it's just it just comes naturally after a little while and i think you know it it's it's a very important thing and i've spoken to a lot of people in the choir who have who have said the same thing you know they it's helped them come out of a of a of a bad place in their life and uh, and you know that's that's one of the most positive things i can i can say i think 
Excellent. Now we we've inadvertently sort of wrangled uh, Shinto into becoming a you know basically a, an angel forevermore after sort of turning up and wanting it to be a social thing. And I think basically question five is now going to reveal the the, the, the situation. Um, and you're going to go first if that's okay, mate. But if you could only watch one musical for the rest of time, which one would you choose? Because I'm looking forward to some hot takes here. Oh, okay, good, good. Now I I I kind of the context behind this um this comment is that i i don't have really any background knowledge of musical theater before i joined western musical choir so my all of my knowledge of what what you guys are so enthusiastic and obsessed with um comes from knowing you guys and and basically the people in the choir um and it's all our fault it's all your <laughs> fault yeah exactly but it's added such a big thing to my life as well because it's given me uh, an enthusiasm to go and go and watch musicals mm. and go and see shows and and even like get back into disney and stuff you know because like obviously like when you're younger yeah you watch disney but at a certain age you're like well i'm too old oh, for- no i never um, stopped Oh yeah, I know. But you know, as as a as a man, as a male, you know, it's different oh, sometimes. That's a whole <laughs> yeah, seriously, thin, thin, thin ice. <laughs> is, it, is it okay? Fine. You could feel that this this segment is now turning into a sort of like a mid season review for Chinta going, How did this guy become an angel? <laughs> so anyway what i was saying was that um you know i think i think my um my knowledge of um musicals has purely been in the last three years or whatever that i've i've been part of this choir um so i can't really answer it in the same way as any of most people would do because i'm sure everyone's got their favorite thing but i'm still learning i'm still sort of watching things and experiencing and and trying to absorb as much information to understand what I like and what I don't like um, yeah. and therefore if I had to like pick something to watch for the rest of my life on repeat I, I would probably just say no I'm not going to watch anything because you know I, I can't pick something because it's just like you know it's one of those kind of questions it's like okay well is the context behind this like I've got a limited lifespan and I can only watch something for a rep- repetitive time before I pass Are you away. About the v- VHS tape wearing out. Is this what? Is this where the real? This is exactly is? it. I know. It's like that's the old days. Was like, oh, you can't watch it too many times. Yeah, exactly. Now everything's digital. Lucy's face was a picture there, by the way. Just, <laughs> just like, what? Exactly. I feel like it, the wings need to be handed backing at this point. Like, I mean, if I no. if I was gonna if I was gonna pick one, I would probably start saying something like Hamilton because I I would probably spend the rest of my life learning <laughs> all the words. Face, oh my god. I watched uh, uh, it no I watched no. a TikTok this morning and it said oh, yeah. if your favorite musical calls Hamilton yeah. stop being so fake. Oh, there you go. <laughs> exactly. See, I'm trying to I'm I'm just trying to be something I'm not. Um but I'm I think that be a mediator here yes. and suggest that you've drawn inspiration from other people in terms of what you watch and listen to. Yes. So I'm going to ask Lucy to interject now with some of her recommendations and you can basically nod along okay. and agree or okay. disagree but Good. i think the important thing is on a serious note is that we love the fact that you're part of choir and you're part of the team and ultimately it doesn't matter how if you're like a, a sondheim aficionado or someone who sort of like just starting off their journey that's the whole point this yeah. is very accommodating group that we are but exactly I, yeah exactly. I, I really appreciate the transparency <laughs> i have to be i mean i, th- I feel like waiting. i feel like you know i don't want to be a fake angel i want to be a, a a real angel but uh, to be that I have to be transparent and say if someone's <laughs> going to come up to me and talk musical theatre 
I'm probably not the best person to, <laughs> to do that. Sorry, I'm just going to stop you there. Could you talk to that angel? <laughs> yeah, just please? talk to the yeah, other angel. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So, yeah, just um, that's it. Football. Yeah, come and talk to me about Spurs. It's fine. <laughs> Only Spurs. I had to go for two, and there's a reason for two. I know, I, I know you asked for one, it's but fine. there was there was a genuine reason. So, uh, in terms of like TV musicals, I remember at a very young age watching Grease, uh, mm-hmm. and that will always be one of the ones I would reenact as a child, not understanding Sandra D, but you know, fake blowing on a cigarette and going around the house, not knowing what it meant was uh, a vivid memory of mine. And my auntie then fast forwarding it just to the car scene to entertain my cousins who would not sit through the Grease musical uh, caused a lot of upset in the house. Um, And then I think the first musical that I really connected with on the stage was Wicked. Uh, So I went to see it for my mum's 40th birthday. And I remember halfway through her turning to me and going, why do I know all these songs? (laughs) Having not realised that for the last six months, knowing we were going to see Wicked, they had been on repeat on YouTube in the background of the house. Uh, So I think that one's always been one of the best ones I've ever seen on stage. And then I guess post-pandemic six, six has always uh, a very big favorite of mine. And I saw that with the original cast uh, and I'm mm. still to be won over by any of the new casts yet. <laughs> Amazing. I, Good choices. I oh, change, race. Can I change yeah. my answer? Can I change my answer? <laughs> uh, yes. Gente, what are you going to change it to? If, you say I, if I'm not allowed to, if I'm not allowed to say Hamilton so that I can learn all the words, um, mm-hmm. then I would then say the only other thing I would probably watch, which I was actually a very big fan of before I joined the choir, was Glee. Um, and there's enough mm-hmm. episodes to not bore me for the rest of my life. So I could just watch the whole of Glee on repeat over but and over again. If you liked Glee, then you know yeah. way more about musical theatre than you think no, you do. No, I, I mean, I kind of enjoyed it. That's the thing. It's like, I, I, maybe I do. I think a lot of the songs I probably have heard. There's their, a lot of pop, version. but there is a lot yeah. of musical yeah. theatre. Exactly. So, yeah. I quite liked it. I mean, I, you know, that's kind of one of the one of the things I do miss. I mean, I, I really did enjoy Glee, actually. It was a very good, very good show. I've only uh, just started watching it. Oh, I know, because ooh. I told him off, because I oh. realised he didn't oh. know who Leo even, Michelle was. Even but I've watched Glee, Ollie. Exactly. Problem with Glee. Watch Glee yeah. I've got one problem with Glee, because they do mashups. I then will think the next part of the song is the yeah. mashup and have very much as a youth ingrained that in my brain, I'm like, that is not how this song goes when I hear the original. <laughs> the mashups are the best though. I just love them. Yeah. So like, a, like a choir mashup. They are often my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. It's so sad that the, so many of the actors from Glee have passed away. I feel like it's such a, such Cursed. a funny feeling, isn't it? It's like, mm. yeah. 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 I, uh, some good drama. Hmm took me a long time to rewatch it after Corey Monteith mm. died. I mean, I watched yeah. the whole way through yeah. um, and then I was rewatching and then Naya Rivera died and I was like, I can't, I can't, I just can't. On a, on a different segue, um, there was a, there's quite a few, I, I like a lot of um, like Marvel and DC. Um, good, good. As well. Excellent. And um, the, they, they've had this. qualities. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, and they, they had this Arrowverse, you know, um, uh, DC did like Arrow. Oh, yeah, and the musical Instagram episode. Stuff. Yeah. But they, the <laughs> thing is, there's so many, um, so many musical um, theater and so many Glee actors who have appeared in like Supergirl and um, uh, yeah. um, uh, Flash and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Even as like main cast, like, you know, Melissa Benoist was, was Supergirl, mm-hmm. uh, Grant Gustin, flash you know um and there's a couple of people who've done like repetitive stuff and even the guy from um rent what's his name jesse yes uh plays the dad in plays the dad um, yeah yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. and i yeah. love those in i actually flash, love guys. those <laughs> the episodes. Cop. So, 
So I would also watch um, all of those Arrowverse on repeat yeah. with Glee together yeah, yeah. for the rest of my life. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> just, just, you know, you really come full circle there and provided a fantastic response. So thank you because you've been entirely too. I got my have I got my wing back? Is that, is that? <laughs> I don't know, we're going to put an official review? But yeah, I think it's a no. Honestly, that's that's such a great answer. Um, I really like because I've I've just started watching Glee and I find it kind of hard work at points, but I really enjoy some of the songs. Lucy's um, face is again a picture. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not aged great, and you know like it probably hasn't aged great actually. When oh, I think back to it, no, not some of it. But I do like a lot of the songs. I like um, you know some of the main cast in particular. Matt Morrison. Yeah, I mean he's mm. like the main reason I watch it basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, I'm sticking <laughs> with that. Um, my favorite bit is um, Dream On with so Neil far in season oh, yeah. Yeah, oh my god I did that song brilliant song, so, brilliant song. tenors out there who want to join me in trying to emulate that oh camera. please you are more than welcome <laughs> oh my uh, goodness need to work out it will get that working um, but yeah no um, I've not watched any of the Arrowverse what's it on is it on any particular uh, streaming uh, it's kind of it's kind of a done thing now I think it's finished um, it's, it's lost it's um, it was very good like a few years ago I think it was on Sky um, mm. mainly I think there's, there's a, they did an Arrow um uh, first series and then they had a spin-off with the flash and then they had another spin-off with the supergirl and they all turned into their own cv series and legends then legends of tomorrow legends i mean of tomorrow what and is yeah, that about batwoman <laughs> and or bat, whatever um and yeah. it's just basically like the, each of them is kind of like it's run its course and it's just um they're, they're all kind of I, i've stopped watching them now but me too actually <laughs> Didn't marvel have um on disney plus wasn't there is it the winter soldier or uh, Hawkeye, where they had the mm. musical of the Avengers at one point Hawkeye. at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, it was yes. Hawkeye, yeah. So good. That was, that was quite fun. That was they brilliant. need to make this musical. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this all day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, Captain right. America. Good. All thank right, you both. Where to go from now. Oh, yeah, that thank was great. You. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Good chat. Lucy and Chintu are fantastic. That was such a fun interview with them. And we talked about so much more than we actually kept in. (laughs) So that was a good fun hour that we had. It was longer than an hour. It was longer than an hour. I was trying to not make them feel bad about how long we talked, but it was fun. So they don't need to feel bad. (laughs) No, no, it was great. And uh, we were chatting about other stuff. It wasn't, we, we sort of like meandered off into other conversations, which we, which weren't part of the structure. So that has to go onto the cutting room floor, so it's fine. Indeed, indeed. But now, next, we have an interview with Hannah Doyle, who is a member of the choir, although currently not because she's on a cruise ship. So we asked her to take some time out to talk to us when she was in port in Southampton. And yeah, find out all about life on a ship. As part of the entertainment crew and performing arts and everything. So, yeah, no, it's uh, really exciting. Hannah was uh, very keen to chat. So you're going to enjoy it. Let's uh, get straight over there. Great. Well, we are very pleased to be joined by one of our, well, our existing, but maybe um, past members because she's gone on to do some exciting stuff this year. We've got Hannah Doyle. How are you, Hannah? Hello, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. It's good to be here. 
Now, we know that this is an audio uh, podcast, so you can't enjoy this, but we are, we're pleased to say that uh, Hannah is working on a cruise ship as a performer, and she's very clearly in her cabin, which is very exciting. <laughs> Super yeah, exciting. I am indeed. I am indeed. I'm in Southampton at the moment, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah, you just made it back from one of your uh, cruises, so basically we wanted to get you on to talk about um sort of your journey to being on a cruise ship and obviously choir has been part of that so thank you so much for making the time to speak with us oh you're welcome thank you for having me pleasure right let's get cracking with the questions i guess um how did you get involved with performing in general how what was the sort of first few steps for you oh oh gosh oh i tell this story I, like it comes up at every Christmas family event, so I'll, I'll let you guys in. Uh, when I was about eight years old, I decided that I wanted to sing the song Memory from Cats, um, as you bold do choice. when you're eight years old. Oh, really bold choice as well, and you don't realize how long the song is. So I sang a cappella, and my whole family were there. Oh, my, my dad was laughing so much. He had tears coming out of his eyes. My mum was trying to film it. But like also like the camera was so shaky and I think it went on for a good eight minutes. I think I did every verse twice or three times. Um, And then, yeah, yeah, it was it was something special, to be honest. Um, And then from then, my mum was like, did you actually really want to do singing? Because if you do, we're going to have to get you singing lessons. Um, (laughs) So from then, that awful rendition of Cats, it does trigger me. I can't actually listen to the song anymore because it just brings back awful memories. But um, yeah, so that was when I started singing lessons from the age of eight. And then I did loads of school shows um I was part of a theatre company down in Bournemouth so I used to go every Saturday and do musical theatre classes which I loved and then performed at the pavilion in Bournemouth which is quite a big theatre so that was quite fun when I was younger and then when I was 16 I was part of lots of amateur theatre groups um around where I used to live so I did Liesel in the Sound of Music I was in loads of pantos um Penny Pingleton and Hairspray. I think that was my favourite, to be honest. Understandable, um, yeah. Penny's a great, yeah. great character. A, She's awesome. It is a good character. Everyone's like, you don't need to act. But I don't know what they mean by that. But anyway, um, <laughs> it was... <laughs> but yeah, so from then, I just I went on and um, I just absolutely loved it. And then I got jobs at a holiday parks as a, as a vocalist. Um, and then sometimes you have a bit of a blip, whether or not you're thinking, oh, can I sustain this job because obviously everyone knows performing is such a hard job to carry on with so I took a bit of a break and tried to get a bit of a normal job but they're just quite boring in my opinion so (laughs) I just carried on going to be honest and I luckily um, worked for Disney Cruise Line as an entertainment host so I did that for a while which was great fun and then uh, when was that then what did I do I did Disney in 2018 um, to 2019. I just did, I did two contracts with them and then a fun thing happened, a big pandemic, everything shut, Um, (laughs) that thing. And then I was a musical theatre teacher. They were at a drama school down in Bournemouth. And then during the pandemic, I wanted to help people and I thought, let's do something. So I worked as a healthcare assistant in Bournemouth Hospital which then led me to think I could be a nurse, which obviously I, I'm not 
quite obviously I'm not, but it got me to London and it got me to choir. So if anything, it did help me to be honest. <laughs> Excellent. We can, we can, we can delve into yeah. your, your choir story <laughs> a little bit more. Definitely. I love memories uh, from cats, but I also, have a, I, I also have a vaguely traumatic story from my childhood with that. Um, we, uh, as a family, were taken to go and see cats. Um, like my granddad got amazing tickets for us right at the front, but it was the old circular stage. Um, yeah. And basically, um, memory had sort of been around for a couple of years when we went. And um, I think it was Elaine Page was uh, Grisabella and uh sort of in the middle of memory you can just suddenly hear my granddad basically humming the tune along to it oh, like right in the front and then yeah I was just sat there going oh no <laughs> just even at that tender age I think I was probably about eight as well just going oh no this is this is this is awful and now um yeah thankfully I have a much better well, experience there we go. These days. We traumatic traumatic childhoods of memory from cats yeah it's perfect yeah <laughs> my trauma is by association because I've never actually seen the show um yeah. but obviously I know memory like how can you not know memory if you like musical theater like at all but yeah, yeah. um I haven't even tried to watch the movie because um, I know that's exactly <laughs> that was Charlie Coombs's like thing. She's like, no, don't. I've watched it. Don't do it unless you're very drunk. And I was I like, I loved, I loved the show too much to allow myself <laughs> to watch it. Um, so yeah, um, brilliant. Well, that's a really exciting journey for you to where you are now. And we've been told uh, explicitly we can't say which ship you're on or which company you work for, but that's fine. We've already had a Disney plug from earlier uh, for the fun event, as you call it. Um, but yeah, so. I, I think I know this, but um, how did you get involved with choir? So I went to a little thing called West End Live um, uh-huh. in Trafalgar Square, and it was the first one back from the pandemic, so it was absolutely amazing. Um, so that was not the August just gone, the August before. Um, and there were some lovely people from West End Musical Choir handing out leaflets, and I just moved up to London two weeks before that event. And I was like, oh, I want to be part of a choir, especially musical theatre. Like, that's my thing. So I turned up on one day with another newbie who we are now friends for life with. Um, but no, it's, yeah, it was amazing. That's, I never left. Well, I obviously sort of have, but I feel like I've not <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, keeping you keeping in the loop. But uh, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's been brilliant to have you. And you think you've been mostly at Oxford Circus, haven't you? Yeah, Oxford Circus, yes which has been amazing. <laughs> so um, how did choir sort of like help you to where you are today on the ship, as it were? What was that sort of micro journey? Oh, my goodness. Well, so I think living in London is quite a lonely place when you're on your own, to be honest, as well, without getting too, like, mm-hmm. cringe about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then you seriously find so many people that are in the same like position as you, um, so obviously I think choir was more than just singing it was more of friendships um, as well which I just think was just so important and I know I've got friends like forever from there as well which is definitely definitely worth it for me um, but yeah for choir like obviously we we were able to perform in such great places the globe was a highlight I don't think I'd have ever done that if it wasn't um, for you guys and yeah that was crazy I think it just it? It was unreal, like, just, like, what is happening? And then I think it just gave me more of the confidence. I think I'd lost it a little bit going to London and, you know, it was a new place, a new thing. And I just think choir just helped me, like, regain my confidence, made me realise what it was I actually wanted to do. Like, did I want to really be a nurse? 
no. I I admire everyone that is nurses, by the way. I just am not that person. Um, but then we just gave me the push. I, I left London and I went and worked as an activity manager at a care home um, down in Kent, which was great fun as well. I did the all the activities for that. Um, but then again, I, it was a nine to five and I just wanted a bit more and to go traveling and do entertainment again, what I was doing on the cruise ships before, but obviously just with a different company. Fantastic. Well, glad to have been a small part of it. <laughs> Absolutely. It was a big board. part. It was a big part. <laughs> okay. I have to ask you about the ship now. Um, I want to hear okay, all about it. Uh, oh, yeah, we just want, we want to know everything. So what are you actually doing on board the ship? So I'm currently an entertainment host on on the cruise ship um so we obviously do lots of the guest activities and so many quizzes bingo uh you know it's sport activities um like i said earlier um to ollie that i was part of the i've temporarily taken over the choir the guest vocalist choir which has been unreal and yesterday was like the first performance so that was a real big deal for me um but yeah no it's just been it's been absolutely great I joined in August and I've got a six-month contract so I'm on till February and I've already seen some great places that I probably wouldn't have gone to before so yeah no it's it's been great what's your favorite place (laughs) that you've seen so far um I really like Dubrovnik um Mm -hmm. Dubrovnik was really nice uh, like just jumping off the cliffs into the sea. It's just like, it was like something out of a Mamma Mia movie, honestly. <laughs> so I was like, I'll take that any day of the week. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you went with Mamma Mia rather than Dubrovnik in Game of Thrones. I was yeah. wondering you're going to be like harassed oh, no. off the cliffs. Oh yeah, that was like, <laughs> lots of people wanted to go see that, but I'm just not really that bothered with that. But Mamma Mia, yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very cool. I want to go to Dubrovnik's high on my list. It's good. I recommend yeah. it. <laughs> Um, so what's a typical day like on the ship for you? Uh, so we normally start around 9.30, 9.30, always have a morning morning trivia, a morning quiz. Everybody likes that. And then it goes into bingo. So I've, there's three entertainment hosts on the ship. So there's three of us. So obviously we just alternate it during the different days of what we do. Um, but yeah, a typical day will be trivia, bingo, um, and then a sport activity. And then a little small break. And then in the afternoon, you sort of repeat it, to be honest, but just the other way around. There's so many sports, darts, competition, table tennis. I mean, this is the most active I've been in a long time, (laughs) to be honest. Um, And then in the evening, we have karaoke. We have party nights. Obviously, they have their shows in the the theatre. But for my job, it's more mainly just with the guests and socializing with them make sure they're having a good time and just building up a rapport with them which is lovely there's been I obviously started in August and then there's people who are back on the ship now so you get to really know them which is really nice so yeah so it's it's good we get our we get our break we get our break (laughs) awesome um you mentioned a choir so obviously we want to know all about that yeah so normally it's not myself that would lead it's not the entertainment host that would normally do it uh, it's normally the vocalist from the production show, but because they're in rehearsals at the moment, it falls on the entertainment hosts to do it. Um, so one member of the team is doing line dancing and I'm taking over the vocalists. So it's normally when we have a longer voyage. So we've had 11 days at sea this time. So that meant, not at sea, sorry, 11 days on the voyage. And then we had seven days at sea. 
so on those seven days we do rehearsals for for the performance and then on the final C day the performance happens so I had 36 people this week um which was amazing and it's like my, it was my first time doing it so that was really nice and they put in their harmonies and everything honestly it sounded really good <laughs> I mean I didn't do it but it sounded good um but yeah it was a it was a great opportunity and a very proud achievement for it to be honest so yeah it was good fun and so you were sort of musical directing conducting yeah how did that go yes that was good my arm really hurt I didn't realize how much <laughs> effort you have to put into it or maybe I was putting too much effort in I'm not too sure but yeah I was sweating by the end of it six songs I couldn't do any more honestly god knows how they do for Les Mis I literally couldn't deal with that <laughs> <laughs> marathon but um, literally <laughs> have you heard the story about one of our MDs who uh, dislocated their shoulder at a rehearsal oh my goodness from conducting yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh, wow. Okay, I didn't go that far. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Don't. <laughs> no. Um, it's my namesake, Oliver. Um, yeah, he, bless this him. Is, this is basically three years ago. It's probably three yeah. years to the day, actually, now that I think about it. It was uh, close, yeah. our Tottenham Court Road um, venue. And I forget, Katie, were you there? I was. I you Normally I'm at Wimbledon, but Wimbledon didn't happen that day for some reason. I can't remember why. Um <laughs> So I was like, oh, I'll just go on top and court road then and, and help out. And uh, yeah, so I was there at the back and I didn't know, like at the, I was at the back. I didn't know what had happened until the song finished because we, everybody oh. just carried on and yeah, but Oliver carried on as well. I was just like, what are you, what, huh? And then, yeah, then it was, then, then it became oh my God, painful. Mm. Apparently oh. he has quite dislocatable shoulders. Uh, he's totally, he's popped right. out playing hockey a few times apparently, as he was telling me, but yeah, at least you, you, you know what the upper limit of conducting is now. You don't want yeah. to go that far. Yeah, no, we're definitely not going to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. songs did you have in the set list? Mm, I want to know this too. Um, we did one from Chorus Line. We did Beauty and the Beast. We did Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Um, my favourite things, I Dreamed a Dream and Do You Hear the People Sing for the finale song. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. So, six songs. So, yeah, no, it was great fun. Very cool to hear. <laughs> no, that's um, that's quite a set list. Um, I, I like the fact that you've gone for a nice, complicated uh, sort of uh, phonetic one with Chili Chili Bang Bang as well. So oh, just yeah. giving yourself a yeah. nightmare to conduct. Yeah, it was quite. It was quite fast, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where like the sweating was starting from. So makes yeah. sense. <laughs> um, you mentioned uh, sort of entertaining with the with with the guests as much as anything. Um, I think you've also mentioned at one point about doing karaoke with the guests. Are there any particular yeah. favourites that you've heard so far or that you've performed? Oh. You, I'm guessing I'm guessing you have to energize people and show an example. I do perform. Um, we normally start off with like a good icebreaker, like Sweet Caroline or something, just to sort of get the party started a little bit. I, however, really struggle singing pop fast songs i'm just not a fan i really just only genuinely like musical theater but not everybody wants to hear on my own from Lee Miz. so we normally go for like an adele or something so i just bring the mood right down <laughs> and then try and get people to bring it back up again so no uh that life is normally one that is quite a popular one amongst the guests to sing um 
Yeah, Frank Sinatra's Valerie. That's normally a, a good one as well. Or nine to five. So either way, they <laughs> do they do bring them back up. <laughs> obviously, sort of separate separated out there by like a comma. But I enjoyed the idea of Frank Sinatra singing Valerie. Now I'm gonna have to see oh, how that would work. What a, what a mixture that would be. <laughs> yeah, that'd be quite the mashup. <laughs> it would. I'm imagining it. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Um, I've also uh, sort of linking back to you doing your musical theatre stuff at karaoke. We, I've definitely uh, bumped into you a couple of times at overtures, haven't I? Oh, a hundred percent. That's like my place to be. Honestly, I yeah. didn't realise it existed until I met you guys. It was after the winter ball. I just oh, got yeah, taken was, there, and I think I was. I think I was very drunk. I, I also think you didn't weren't have the my only ID one. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely, I definitely didn't have my ID on me. And I remember showing a picture of it on my phone. I don't know how I even got in, to be honest. I was actually quite relieved, like, well, no, I was actually a bit annoyed I'd been asked for my ID. I would have said the opposite, but I think at that point I just wanted to go in. And then, yeah, so we went to overtures. And honestly, I think that's the latest I've ever stayed out before until like four o'clock in the morning, just singing music. <laughs> what a time to be alive. And then I think, yeah. then I went and saw, went to Western Live this year with a couple of girls from choir. We went to Western Live. We then went and saw My Fair Lady. And then we went to overtures in the evening. Honestly, it was a, a musical theatre day out. It was great. Honestly, I was like, I feel so cool. Like, I'm in the, one of the cool ones for once. So. Nice. Yeah, My Fair Lady yeah. was, I managed to see that twice when I was in, yeah. in at the Coliseum. It was wonderful. But yeah, no, overtures is, I think uh, for anyone who hasn't been yet, it's just basically karaoke around a piano, but just musical theatre. So it just, it covers pretty much everyone in choir. <laughs> perfect. Absolutely perfect. I do wonder if you could sneak in some um, some Adele as well into it. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Mm. I'm very uh, happy just to sing Let's Go. I don't know. I, I, think you could, <laughs> I think you could convince them. I mean, there's an Adele song in Choir of Man, so. There is. That's, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> Amazing. Um, right, I wanted to ask you sort of a little bit more about life on board. But um, yeah. so what have been your biggest surprises about life uh, on board in terms of performing and working like what what sort of what Ooh. what surprised you or what what weren't you expecting um i've got a very nice cabin that i wasn't a expecting nice surprise that. Uh, yeah i've got a window Amazing. which is really nice yeah so i think that was the biggest surprise when i walked in um i've got the best roommate ever like we, I hit the jackpot I mean I'm not going to say that if I didn't hit the jackpot with her, I wasn't going to announce that but um no she's great um any other surprises do you know what they like I don't know it all just lived up to what I thought it was going to do honestly it, without sounding so like cliche it's just been fantastic and there's nothing but yeah that's just no, nothing. Sorry, that's a really useless answer. <laughs> not at all. Great. Not at all. Um, <laughs> it's, it's nice to go in and not be so. I, I like the way that your brain has naturally gone for surprise as potentially a negative thing. Uh, so no, yeah, no negative no, surprises. But yeah, I mean, you're in port at the moment. So when do you sort of ship out yeah. on your next thing? Um, so we'll be going um, around half four to five o'clock today. Um, and then we are going, we've got a sea day tomorrow and then we've got a four, we've got a four day voyage this one. So it's a nice little short one. So it'd be more of a party cruise, I think. 
You mentioned that you've seen some guests a couple of times. Are there are there regular people on on the boat, as it were, who who seem to do yeah. multiple voyages? Yeah, there are. There are. They normally have a break though, and then they'll come back. Normally, like a four week break, and then yeah, then they come back and do a do another week or another two weeks. So yeah, I think it's a great life. I would I would love to do that. <laughs> <laughs> How big's your crew, as it were, like no, in terms of the uh, performers and, and sort of uh, sort of front of house staff, as it were? In the entertainment team, we've got um, a few international hosts as well that come under our sort of umbrella, as it were. And then obviously we've got the entertainment director, assistant entertainment director, activities manager, and then the entertainment hosts, which is what I am. <laughs> I should have so, been yeah, counting on my fingers. I think it's about 10, sort of. In, within the team and then you've got the DJ as well so yeah I'd say about 10 that's a good size and then how many guests do you normally get on a on the ship um at the moment I think it's been sort of averaging 1,800 to 2,000 wow. yeah so full on <laughs> that is that's an alarming a, amount of people yeah it's a big <laughs> ship <laughs> I can't say which ship it is no but, but it's God, big. clearly <laughs> yeah so i mean i was just wondering like what's it like if the weather's crap um, <laughs> have you got highly, sea- highly possible yeah have yeah, you got sea- i mean sick, or is the boat one, so big was, that it's no, stable there was one time i was doing a quiz and i just felt myself getting hotter and hotter and i could no. just look out of the window and i could just see the swimming pool really really going for it and I was just like, I literally just remember, sort of, I don't know how I sort of finished the quiz, but we finished it. And I just had to just go and lie down, have some ginger that the bar staff very kindly got. And then, yeah, then I, I was I was out that whole evening after that. I was I just could not deal with it. But apart from that, it's only been one time. So it's it's, it's so far, it's all right. <laughs> I found my sea legs now. Good, good. <laughs> I hope when you get off the boat, you don't then like fall over because you're expecting it to be rolling. I've that's yeah. It is funny sometimes seeing yeah. the guests like walk from side to side, thinking they're yeah. going in a straight line. But, yeah, um, nope. no, <laughs> I've I've had that happen after just like short boat trips, and then yeah. I step onto solid ground again, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> the no, world is bad. moving, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, no, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> I can't think of the last time I was actually on a boat. I mean, I, I I've used the uh, Thames Clipper for um, sort of getting to and from work, uh, as a few people know. Um, but I don't think that's quite the same as being actually <laughs> in the North Sea or the Atlantic. If anything, yeah. that's if anything, that's probably worse to be honest because it's yeah. smaller. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. have to work out when I can go on a cruise at some point. Then absolutely test, te- test it out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness we can we could do a live stream of the podcast on a cruise ship <laughs> oh my god that'd be amazing yeah i think we definitely need that to be a video one otherwise it's just yeah. basically like a bbc uh sort of bbc <laughs> radio <laughs> thing yes we're on the boat and you can feel the swell immediately coming in gale force too <laughs> so, i'm totally yeah. ready for that so what is like the biggest learning that you've taken away from being on the boat in general and also learning thing yeah to take every opportunity that comes your way and to push yourself and just yeah just like just focus on you and you know do do what you want to do do what's right for you um you know obviously being away from family and friends like it is that is hard 
But if it's something you really want to do as a job, then they do understand that and they are supportive. So you've just got to just, just put everything into it. That's, that's the learning thing I've learned. Yeah. And I'd imagine that you guys on the ship actually become family oh, we're like as a well, family. right? Sort of yeah. a dysfunctional family. But, yeah. <laughs> so a normal family. Okay, normal good. Family. <laughs> that is literally it, isn't it? Yeah, that yeah. is a family. <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, every, everyone is because you, you're literally in the same boat like I hate saying that but you you genuinely are so yeah. it's fine you yeah, can everyone, say that I, I yeah I really, it's so cringe no, <laughs> it's an expression for a reason <laughs> the, the, uh, the nautical puns I've been really really repressing so thank ah, you well for done. breaking that yeah that's all right don't you worry I'm here all day um, <laughs> yeah. so yeah so no it's uh, so no it's just uh yeah everyone on the ship is, is lovely and you know you, you have bad days but you have good days and your emotions change I think every hour on the ship to be honest you have no idea what the time or day is back at home I literally cannot tell you it was only yesterday I was like oh my god it's my dad's birthday yeah, you know, like I knew it's the date, but I couldn't remember what date it was or anything. I was like, "Oh, it's the date." I was like, "Happy birthday!" Like, sorry. So, um, but yeah, no, it is good fun. <laughs> How is it in terms of staying in contact with you know family, friends, your partner, and everything? Like, uh, are you yeah. able to do it fairly easily? Uh, yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, we've got the Wi-Fi on the on the ship, um, which which is good enough. Um, and then I just sort of just focus. I just wait until I'm in Southampton, really, and that's when I do all my phone calls back home. And you know, like messaging on WhatsApp and everything is super easy. But sometimes you just want to have a chat to your mum. <laughs> so yeah. that's a Southampton. That's a that's a day for Southampton. So you're on the phone for like three hours. But um, but no, it's it's not it's not bad at all. Keeping in contact with people. I appreciate you taking some time to talk to us. Yes. Oh, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. I spoke to them this morning. (laughs) (laughs) That was all good. (laughs) Um, I was going to sort of ask in terms of, you know, we've got loads of people with different levels of experience and sort of abilities and different sort of like, you know, day jobs. And I was fine sort of hearing about um, some of our members' stories really eye-opening I mean obviously yours is quite an interesting one with your sort of like musical theatre and Amjam background and then finding choir later on and then it being sort of a, a part of what you do but is there any advice you'd give to our listeners in terms of how they might pursue a performing you know a performing career um you know if there's any little tips that you'd suggest if they're sort of thinking actually nine to five is rubbish I don't want to do that <laughs> I, want, I want to do something different so um yeah so I mean you don't need um a degree you like I I haven't got a degree in anything to be honest yeah to be honest I haven't been to university so I haven't got a degree um those two things do are are linked yeah (laughs) they are linked yeah exactly (laughs) um but I just found auditions on the stage website um like in newspaper cuttings I was always uh, my dad used to send me um like all the stage newspapers from when I was about 17, like every week they'd come through with like auditions and stuff to go and do. So I would do, I would do them. Um, You know, one time though, when I was 18, it was my first audition. I went up to London and I auditioned for Mamma Mia on the cruise ships. 
and I had forgotten my CV. So that was a great start. I then didn't realize that you were normally had to dress like in like a long formal gown because that's what everybody was dressed up with, like false eyelashes on. Honestly, like everything. I must have looked like a homeless person. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I rocked up. I've been sat on the, the train since like six o'clock in the morning. I'd gone in. So I ended up having to write like my experience, which when you're 18, there's not much experience to really write down on your CV. Mm. But anyway, I then went in and I think I sung maybe two bars of Gimme Gimme from Thoroughly Modern Millie. And then that was it. Like that was the whole day. Wow. <laughs> and I just think from then I was like, oh gosh, like, can I do this? You know, then I came out and they just said, oh, you were very enthusiastic. Well, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But anyway, that was <laughs> fine. We finally got on a ship, so we're all right. Um, but no, I would just say, go for it. And like, you know, any audition that you go for, it's all a learning experience, whether you get it or whether you don't, and you can just learn from it. Um, but yeah, like I said, I've just been very lucky. And when I've gone to the auditions, just be yourself and just have fun because that's all they want to see. They don't want to see people that are all the same. They want to see people that are different. And like, that's your selling point for being, yeah, different. And I like to think it's my hair. I hope that's one of my qualities. <laughs> that's, I can believe um, it. If, if you haven't met Hannah, uh, <laughs> frankly, you need to because her hair is quite remarkable. Um, it's literally like a lion. There's too much, but it does, it does make you stand out. Maybe not for all the right reasons, but it stands out. So like I said, I think just be yourself have that quality that you'll think yes that is that's my thing um it works because yeah, you, you, <laughs> you very much stood out quite because you're one of the few people i know who can basically have an entirely different look just by doing different <laughs> things with their hair like some weeks we're like oh hi oh it's you god okay right what have you done so yeah just uh if you haven't met him, yeah. it's all, all pointless waffle but yeah it's quite it's definitely a unique thing it is it is funny like during the days um I have my glasses on and I normally just whack my hair up in a bun. And then in the evenings, I say it's my Cinderella moment after six <laughs> o'clock. And I put my contacts in, straighten my hair, put some makeup on. And everyone's like, who is that person? <laughs> like, oh, hi, do you remember? You know, we did the quiz earlier and they're like looking at me like, no, no, you, no, you, no, we didn't. Like, it's Hannah, it's the same person. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, we do have a bit of a change. But anyway, that was a very long story for a very what could have been a short answer but just yeah just be yourself and have fun that's what i think i i think we need to get um ashley jacobs and hannah to sort of like do a talk about their hair yeah definitely yeah there might be a sort of a a niche of like secondary secondary stream but yeah i think just to give you an idea katie that's kind of what the level of hair we're talking about okay oh um, (laughs) i i have seen it today and yes it's just beautiful i'm jealous <laughs> oh, stop, stop. <laughs> amazing now we, we could talk about hair for, for a long time. Of time especially as yep. you've been in in hairspray um, <laughs> yeah. to yeah. um you've obviously got a few months left of this contract what's yeah. do you have any idea what what is next after that are you going to be back yes, on, on terra I'm, firma so i will have around six weeks back at home and then mm-hmm. I will be transferring to another ship. I have found out for oh, another wow. four for awesome. a four month contract this time. So a little bit short, but it's all obviously subject to change. Things can change at the last minute, obviously. But at the moment, I'm due to change and go on to another ship. Brilliant. Very cool. So, yeah. <laughs> so what on the similar theme? Like, what is the dream? 
Like what's next in terms, like for, for you, like what is the thing that you're working towards? I'd like to just keep moving my way up now, up the ranks, to be honest. That's my plan, just to keep pushing myself and keep just, I I mean, I'd love to be entertainment director one day of a cruise ship. I think that's the, that's the ultimate goal for me, to be honest. Awesome. So I don't know, I don't know when it will be. It might be in 30 years time, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, then, because we'll clearly still be podcasding in 30 years' time. Um, exactly, exactly. We will have you back to hear about what that's like as well. Yeah. For sure, for sure. <laughs> I just it's added a, 30 to my age and I cringed. Don't do it. Don't do not Too do late. It. I did it. No, I, I mean, oh, If you add 30 to your age, it's basically it's the, same the same as, yours. as mine. So yeah. I don't want to think about it. No. But it's important that, um, I mean, it's, it's, it, that sounds like a really like great thing to be aspiring mm. to do. And I mean, we, we've just spoken to, um, the creative director, um, at Disneyland Paris and he, he <laughs> did a certain amount of time, um, on ships, uh, Disney ships oh, and so on. Yeah. So, I mean, it does sound like one of those, um, areas increasingly, cause I think when we spoke to Nikki Bentley, um, the other month, she said that there's definitely like an uh, enhancement of how working on a cruise ship is uh, perceived by people hiring, potentially even the West End, um, just in terms of, you know, you hear so many people have worked on ships, but I think in the last sort of 10 years, or even like the last five, including the pandemic, there seems to be much more of an appreciation for the work and the talent that happens on board. So, I mean, are there any any sort of, any sort of desire that you might want to sort of try and get onto like a show in the West End? Oh my God. I think that'd be the ultimate dream. I think even if I was a tree on the West End stage, I'd say I made it. That, honestly, <laughs> like, seriously, I think that would honestly be the, that, oh, that is a dream. That, that's a dream, but I don't I, know yeah. if I'd like get I just, there. That I just thought of, of the secret Lord garden. Of, no, Lord of the Rings actually. Oh, you, yeah. could be, you could be an ant. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be quite something. Yeah. Um, we uh, this this could be a nice uh, segue into sort of our a little pop quiz questions that we oh don't God, send okay. in advance. But yeah, thank I guess you. That's okay. No, I mean it's all part. It's not part of a script or anything. But it's 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 nigh on there. Um, I guess my first question would be: What would be your dream role in a musical, other than oh, being a tree? Yeah. Well, do you know what? I have a very quite controversial one. And then I've got one that is just a, like an ultimate goal. So the ultimate goal would be Eva Peron and Evita. Yeah. Nice. Uh, just fantastic. And do you know what? I love Nessa Rose in Wicked. Nice. And I could totally that, see you as Nessa I, Rose. And <laughs> Nessa Rose is just one. Like everyone's like, oh, you don't want to be like Glyn? I was like, no, I just want to be Nessa Rose. I just think she's great. I just think she's a very misunderstood character. And I just, if I, yeah, Nessa Rose would be my one minimal choreography as well so oh you're great <laughs> yeah especially for me i'm like yeah cool do a complete miscast of wicked i'd be happily nessa rose so. oh exactly exactly so yeah so nessa rose and eva peron would be two roles i would i would enjoy amazing and i don't think it's controversial to be nessa rose she's oh, interesting it's just not she's, the main one <laughs> well no but like so <laughs> she's she's got an interesting arc right because yeah. she actually you feel sorry for her but then she's also a little bit evil but then really is she but i mean she is but oh uh, yeah so she's a good character she's yeah, confusing exactly exactly yeah, yeah. and okay. in a show like wicked where everything is 
questioning what Wicked is. Um, yeah, good character to be. No controversy there at all. I've, I've okay, declared it so. <laughs> okay, that's fine. This is the way. Um, brilliant. Well, I'm glad that you've chosen two sort of uh, slightly out there choices. Like I, was, I, was, I wasn't expecting Ava Peron uh, or Nessa Rose, so it's really nice to be oh, surprised. Because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes these questions can, can lead to, who would you love to be? It's like, oh, of course they said that. But yeah, no, it's good yeah. to have a little bit of variety. Yeah. Katie, yeah, we can do... I mean, yeah, Evita is an also an awesome character. Because, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry, Ollie, carry on. I was going to say, I've managed to uh, sort of smooth talk the way through the first question. Do you want yep. to attempt a second? And we can always cut out a massive pause if needs be in editing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think one of my favorite questions to ask is if you could time travel mm. to any opening night of any show ever, um, yeah. what would it be? Oh, gosh. Do you know what? I did actually go to the reopening of Wicked after oh. the pandemic. Oh, wow. And that was seriously something, like, incredibly special. It's when Glinda comes down in the bubble and she's like, it's good to see me, isn't it? Or something like that, I think yeah. she says. And the whole, sh- like, everyone was on their feet, clapping. I don't think the show finished until, like, half 11 that night because throughout, after every song, it was like a standing ovation. Nah. So I sort of, I sort of feel I have done a, an opening of a show. But if I had to time travel to another one, I think it would be a chorus line, oh, just because I just think that's a really special musical as well. Um, yeah, so I think it'd be a chorus line would be the one I'd like to go and see that I haven't seen. Amazing. I. Uh, yeah. It's funny. I think was it um, was it Jen Tierney we were talking to about that. Uh, that particular show of Wicked yeah. and she was like I'd love to be at that so you've, you've lived the dream Hannah I've lived the dream I did it yeah that's the that, when you live on your own in London <laughs> that's all I used to go and do go and see the shows <laughs> so I was right at the back but the ticket was like £15 I was like I can't not go it's just it would be an absolute gold dust as it was like the, yeah. the turn one but yeah amazing yeah. <laughs> very cool I had yes okay I think I've got the third question I'm going to ask um, yeah we're recording this on the day that uh, we've got another gang of Wemek people going off to perform at Disneyland Paris to oh, open their Christmas nice. season. And this episode will be coming out in a few weeks' time, so it's all about the anachronistic stuff from me. Um, I know that you've worked on a Disney ship, so yeah. the question is, which Disney princess or, or other character would you love to be if you were on a Disney ship? like in a show oh oh my goodness that is a difficult question artist for last i really like anna yeah um and i do like the wicked ones like i like the villains as well That's i fine. think they're quite you're in fun. safe company yeah 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 like melissa Fint or even Ursula, like I just think they're just so much more fun <laughs> than <Yeah>. the princesses. <laughs> but Anna, I, Anna, I think the slightly different one because she is quite adventurous and she's got a bit more about her. She doesn't just, you know, I mean, she does fall in love with the prince sort of thing at the beginning, but then she yeah, sort of but gets does into she? I think she just yeah, falls in love with the idea of falling in love at first sight. Yeah, like, no, yeah. that is true. So yeah, I think Anna just because I think she's just a bit different and just a bit yeah, a bit cool. <laughs> so, Minimal time in the hairdresser chair for you as well. 
<laughs> do what exactly so I like to you know I like to think of myself obviously um but yeah no Anna or the villains Ursula or Maleficent really I think it's perfectly perfectly good responses again yeah. so Ursula's just so cool she's got so much sass and that was well, that no more yeah. we're not going to surprise you with any more difficult questions oh fabulous thank you so much put <laughs> me on the, the main... spot I was sweating yeah, well, we, we, we knew that we had a time sensitivity thing as so we have to go off and uh, get ready for, for setting setting sails. So we, we've done really well on time management, I must say. We have. We have. Look at well, us go. Not to congratulate ourselves too much. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Smash been the case it. always. So, oh, yeah. No, that's great. Thank you. Now, Thank Hannah, you. are you going to be in London at any point? Um, I will be when I'm home, so I would definitely, I'm back in February, so I would love to come and see you guys. Yes, please. So I'll come and pop in. Amazing, I cannot wait. Brilliant, thanks again, Anna. (laughs) That's all right, thank you for having me. Well, that was a a really enlightening uh, little session with Hannah there, I really enjoyed that. Um, We've been talking about it for ages, and because of the nature of the job, you know, it's just easier to talk to her when she is in port, and there's about... Know, a few weeks in between each opportunity but we got around there in the end and uh yeah no she sounds like she's having an amazing time and with any luck uh she will come visit us uh at some point in uh, the spring or summer terms depending on what you know contracts come up and uh if she's in london i'm sure we'll see her overtures by the sounds of it anyway completely and i can't wait to meet you in person hannah so thank you for the interview Fab, uh, let's go on to Wemmick Loves, the last one of the of the year. And mm. uh, we've gone for a sort of summary piece, as it were. So we asked you what your highlights of the autumn term have been. And uh, I think a few of you uh, replied with sort of highlights of the year as well. And, you know, because we're generous, we're going to include them anyway. So we're really grateful for the entries and, uh, yeah, some really good highlights. So, Katie, do you want to kick us off with a couple of selections? I do indeed. So one of my favorites from the submissions from you guys was from Lauren. Hi, Lauren. And it says, ever deepening friendships. And that makes me very happy. (laughs) Wow, that's a good one, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, And then another one of my favorites is actually quite a few of you said uh, Steps of St. Paul's and the V&A. So that was, those were two of our big performances this past term. So Agreed. I, I caught the end of St. Paul's. You guys sounded amazing. And I'm sure cast one and two also sounded amazing. And I wasn't at the VNA, but I have seen footage and I have seen photos. And yeah, again, epic, epic job, guys. Yeah. And what was really nice uh, with St. Paul's having done two of them in the past, it wasn't absolutely freezing. It wasn't freezing. It was, you know, quite pleasant almost for, for at the end of November. So, yep. yeah, I can't, we can't even use it as an anecdote anymore. It's just like no. St. Paul's. It is cold, but we'll see what 2023 potentially brings on the uh, cold front. There's a couple okay. here that are regarding repertoire. And I think what was really nice, um, Idu has said, performing when you believe in person because uh, she started when choir was virtual, so she it was the first time for her to uh, to be doing that song. Um, and yeah, I agree. It was it was wonderful to revisit that one, and I think I'm sure it'll come back again at some point because it's such a crowd pleaser and so much fun to to sing. And also, we all have very literal headspace 
for sort of Hebrew prayer. So we need to make sure we get to use it every so often. Otherwise, it's just wasted space in your head. Yeah, indeed. I was uh, very impressed with myself. I didn't um, really, I, I didn't really do very much to prepare for the dress rehearsal on that song. What? Um, I know. But it's because I still had it memorized from 2019. Oh, yeah, same with a place called home. So it, yeah. Hebrew prayer and all. It was, uh, yeah, once, once you learn it once, it's in there for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I said it in a startled way or a sort of condemning way, but I, I, I didn't do anything either, really. <laughs> it's, it's just there, apparently, in my brain. Yeah. So I'm fine with that. Um, and then we have a couple of shout outs um for anthem and i i really enjoyed anthem and i know a lot of people did as well and uh some of the re- sort of recordings that we have um from you know the different performances it always sounds amazing you just saw the reception from from any of the audiences was uh was pretty notable yeah that bit when everybody comes in mm. together in harmony massive <laughs> huge so good and the sop one notes bloody hell Go sop ones. Yes, sop ones. You know who you are. Well done. We're all very impressed, and it definitely sounds fantastic. So hopefully, there's more fun sop one lines for you. Um, I mean, we we can't. I think we we can talk about the repertoire that's coming up, but I feel it's that it's so good that we should sort of dedicate a lot of time to it. It's ready for. I think we do. That's one of our first episodes. I think. Yeah. In January. Let's let's save that for January. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh my god, so exciting. Uh, Amy K has mentioned musical con. That was very good fun. It was great to be involved in the inaugural uh, event, and uh, yeah, just uh, so nice to meet so many people who are hugely into musical theatre and uh, plenty of sign ups um, for London and sort of making a note of where other people are in the country. But yeah, let's see what happens in twenty twenty three. We'll see if we're we're back in any capacity. I hope so. Me too. I'd like to go. Exactly. Exactly. Get you down this time. Yep. A couple of people have also talked about performing at Trafalgar Square. So uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Joe Black has said that, but also Hannah Young, um, Trafalgar Square, the atmosphere at Trafalgar Square was something else. So um, filled with Moroccans, as I remember being told, just Moroccan <laughs> football fans sort of oh, yeah. being very excited about beating whoever it was at the time. I think it was probably the... Uh, it might have been the Holland? game before France. Yeah, I think it might have been Holland. Well, yeah. No, that was Argentina. Anyway, we're not uh, we're not whatever. a podcast, but yeah. No, we're not. Um, well, well done to those who performed there. It all sounded great, looked great, and uh, yeah. you survived. Again, football fans. So yes, <laughs> and the and which is an appropriate thing to be talking about actually because of you know Spurs and Chintu. But anyway, um, yes, the the less said uh, yeah. about that, the better. But yes, yeah. true, very true. But yeah, again, the photos and the clips, epic from that. The uh, the Trafalgar Christmas tree was looking mighty fine this year. And you guys definitely rose to the occasion to match it. So well done. Also time to mention the Victorian Albert performances. We basically had the Saturday and the Sunday. Uh, Saturday was uh, great to be back in the uh, sort of balcony in the uh, main entrance after a few years away because of the pandemic and everything. And then uh, the Sunday evening, uh, it was great to um, do that for the VNA members. Those of you who were involved in that had a fantastic time. And uh, I think it's something that hopefully will come back again. So there'll be an opportunity for more of you as well. So yeah, the VNA, very special place in my heart. It's pretty much my first performance with Romek. I love it too. Actually, St. Paul's is probably my first. Yeah. 
But I was so cold, I can't remember. <laughs> or I refused to remember. It was the same week, or at least for me, it was the same weekend in 2019. I did both. And mm. uh, yeah, that was an epic weekend. I think I might have just about defrosted from St. Paul's before I went to the v a day yeah. later. So, <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, so we've got a really nice one here from Richard. Hello, sir. Uh, supporting each other to sound fabulous together and sharing that joy with the public magic. I Indeed. Mean, yeah, definitely. Thank you, Richard. And thank you for all of your support and in uh, listening through the year and uh, for taking us over to Broadway with you, which was uh, a nice, a nice Epic. thing to see. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so more of that, please. Um, on a similar vein, we have uh, Lizzie here, uh, and she says, meeting a lovely, lovely group of women and getting to perform again. So that's fantastic, and we really appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, I think it's just a recurring theme, isn't it? Just uh, lovely people with a shared interest in just uh, enjoying each other's company, whether we're rehearsing or performing or, you know, fostering new friendships or deepening friendships, as Lauren put it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to shout out to Maxine. We love you, Maxine. She says that her highlight is being able to fully commit my time to choir and help orchestrate some of the really fantastic performances that we've done and wants to come. Maxine, we love you. Thank you for yeah. everything you do for all of us. She does so much. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Definitely shout out for Maxine. They're just uh, more exciting things to come in the new year, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one left on here i thought there's more than that well there's a couple about the same topic okay i think it's best if i don't bring it up because it just sounds sort of narcissistic because of nomenclature <laughs> as it were but i think uh katie you should you should go ahead and, and raise i will i will multiple people throughout the term really well throughout the last month of term or so um have been extremely happy that our wonderful MD Oliver Payne has been able to come back and support during panto season um, while our other great MDs are out doing panto things. And he's also done all of the performances with us. So Mr. Oliver Payne, sir, we adore you. Thank you so much for everything and more, please. (laughs) Always more. Yes. No, I think it's been great having Ollie back. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, I hear through the grapevine. We've gone in for a bit longer, which is great. Um, Good, yes. So yeah, uh, very yeah. exciting. And The uh, trivia and the jazz flourishes on the piano and just all of it. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, he's a, just a, a wonderful person to uh, work with and uh, learn from. And just, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be great to have him doing some more uh, in 2023 so welcome back whoop, whoop. <laughs> and i think that is the majority of stuff that was said and uh, yeah we sort of collated a few of them together uh, in clear themes well done us yes well done us <laughs> <laughs> I mean, normally it's a bit of a sort of a, here let read a sticker oh there's another sticker read that but no i think we actually uh collated things so <sighs> i think we've, we've we've clearly learned some stuff over the year Potentially. <laughs> yeah. So, Ollie, what is your highlight of the term? Well, yeah, we get them, don't we? I think the highlights probably were being back at the VNA. I That's just a really special, holds a special place for me with choir. Um, I think doing a couple of songs from my first term, again, was, was fantastic. 
Uh, I also love doing Anthem, so that's another highlight, not a very original one. But yeah, I would say, well, I will go ahead and say that uh, having my co-host make it back to London and, you know, get a flat and be back at rehearsals is great. And even though we do the podcast virtually, it's just great to have you down here. So you can have a smaltzy festive moment like that. Yes, definite highlight for me as well, obviously, Um, getting to hang out in person. We haven't done a podcast episode together in person yet, but we need to figure out the mics and then we will. (laughs) Yeah, because I think, yeah, we we have mics that work for uh, Zoom calls, but not necessarily in person, but we'll see. We'll check with Maxine. She'll she'll Yeah, Maxine will sort us out. It'll be fine. Um, Other highlights for me were getting to watch you guys perform at Disneyland. That was amazing. I had a little bit of FOMO because I had made the decision not to perform because I had a lot going on and mental health, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a hundred percent the right decision because you guys were phenomenal and the energy pouring off the stage was insane. And I definitely did not have that in me in September. So I made the right choice and I therefore got to witness the magic that was happening on stage it was fabulous you guys were all so happy and uh, the choreo blew me away it was yeah so the definite highlight for me um and i think the just jumping on that quickly uh, mm-hmm. it i didn't bring that up because it feels so long ago um yeah. at the beginning of term even though we had our obviously the trip in in november as well but um yeah so much has happened since then that disney felt further in the past than that so yeah it was only september <laughs> Disney, Disney, was, Disney in September was great, and yep. uh, yeah, I can, I'm going to append that to my uh, to my section. yes allowed. Um, I also really enjoyed the dress rehearsal for Saint for Saint Paul's in the VNA because first dress rehearsal back, which was really cool, and with so many people, it was just stupendous. I was right at the back, and it was amazing to hear everything reverberating back at me. I think I probably would have cried if I'd been at the front <laughs> just because it would have sounded, I would have been bowled over. Um, so that was a lot of fun to get to do that. And then um, London Zoo. What yes. an epic first TV thing for me, but also epic first performance back. So yeah. And just getting to see all of you guys. There all we go. of you. So yes, I mean, so many great highlights really it's just mm-hmm. when i mean when i sort of uh sort of discuss with the angels that i'm working with of an evening um just going oh wow how is it week four how is it week seven etc and the, the term goes by pretty quickly and there's just so much that gets covered so yeah lots yeah. of highlights and um yeah we could probably witter on for for quite a, quite a while with more Indeed. sort of micro ones um actually i've just thought of one I'm so glad I had notes. I'm so glad I had notes for this. Um, <laughs> I think uh, Halloween was great fun. Uh, just uh, working with Amy Kay, particularly having the Sanderson sisters there on the Monday night at King's Cross was a lot of fun. Uh, but I think Amy Kay with her uh, corpse bride uh, and really leaning into that performance and not saying a word, pretty much, and me having to be a medium and talking to the to the members signing in that was uh, just a lot of fun so yeah i'll throw that one as well but yeah well done amy well i think that is um all in all a great little summing up of of what's been a great term and um indeed 
we've got exciting things lined up for 2023. I mean, we can go, we can talk about that repertoire properly in January, but oh my God, that repertoire. Mm-hmm. That's going to be good. Yep. I mean, one word. Mm-hmm. Tangled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, guys, we did not influence Charlie at all. So nope. like, woohoo. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we did. Subliminally. I mean, no, we didn't. Maybe. We didn't. But not like, hey, Charlie, let's sing Tangled. <laughs> well, you say that for yourself. But <laughs> okay, okay, maybe Ollie, Ollie did, but I no, didn't. No, no, I didn't. It's just uh, I think it, it's come up a couple of times uh, over the course of the year, and uh, we, just you know, a couple. Funny just enough, Charlie, Charlie actually is a Disney fan. It may be quite surprising to hear. So <laughs> really? it was going ha- to happen at some point. Yeah, she mentioned she mentioned it in Weird. passing. Yeah. Weird. Okay, New Year's resolution i hate resolutions well that's a good one don't don't do them yes but how epic would it be if we got mandy moore and zachary levi to come talk to us about tangled oh yeah (laughs) i mean i don't think it would ever happen but let's manifest it you guys we're gonna do it and we can work towards that we have we've had some very exciting guests so far and i think there's more coming up um, in the new year, but I think that'd be half decent getting those two. So, oh my god, <laughs> maybe it's first season four or five. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I'd be able to. I don't think I'd be able to talk if either one of them. <laughs> so just be down to me, yeah. Yeah, okay, just great. be sat here going, uh huh. Katie, any, any view on that? No, good. I don't know if she's <laughs> frozen or if she's just struck <laughs> struck mute. Um, but yeah, sorry, Mandy, it's really awkward. Um, <laughs> Zach, call me, it's fine. Um, <laughs> right, okay, we're, we're descending into madness now. So yeah, I think let's just agree on that resolution of Excellent. exciting new guests. Yes. yes, it's a good resolution. And on that note, please, guys, if you have any names up your sleeves of people that you think might want to come talk to us about anything to do with choir, however tenuous the link... <laughs> <laughs> then please let us know. We would love to chat to everybody, basically. All of the people. Well, we'll have some filters, but yeah, we're very open to talking to anyone who's got a, a good story about choir and musical theatre related stuff. We can Indeed. agree on that, right? Yes. Good. I said a tenuous link was needed. Yeah. You did then <laughs> open up enormously. <laughs> we'll talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a very good job of explaining our dynamic in a very short period of time right now. Yes, exactly. Good cop, bad cop, et cetera. So I guess it's just uh, thank you so much for listening and uh, happy new year. See you in 2023. Thank you, everybody. It's been a great term and a great year. See you in 2023. Happy new year. Do you have to be serious? No, no, go no. Um, God, no. The... We can talk over each other. It happens. I don't like it when we do that. Okay. No! I'm going to ask the third question because I don't know what to do with this anymore. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I have to admit, I'm not looking forward to hearing my accent on the video. I always feel like I'm not very Geordie until you hear me recorded. Then it's like, whoa. I don't think you're that Geordie sound, at all. Don't yeah, sound but when, when you hear it recorded, just like. That's how you do it, people. There we go. Cut that out. <laughs> Bang. No! I think. Oh God, we're so of- punny. <laughs>
don't know. It's just unrelenting, <laughs> isn't it? Whether this makes the cut is is another it thing. Should. We are we are we have plentiful puns. Yeah, the the alarming thing with you is the delay in realization that you've done it. <laughs> yeah, genuine puns. Yeah, it's amazing. That's what we want. Anyway, that's what we want. You see, that's fine. Just leave that. Perfect. There we go. Wasn't painful at all. Good. I am going to stop recording. Thank you.